Welcome to Creativity and Soul with Jade. I'm your host, Jade Chung, and I'm an art therapist, intuitive healer, and integrative trauma coach. I help women heal their mind, body, and soul so that they can expand into a creatively led life that feels embodied, expressive, and authentic. In this podcast, we are exploring all of the different ways, avenues, opportunities, and concepts that are going to help you embark on your journey into becoming the truest version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Welcome back to another episode of Creativity and Soul. Oh my gosh. So I missed last week on the podcast here. I didn't post an episode because a lot has been going on in my world. Um, I guess a little personal life update to start with. I um, I went back to Hong Kong um, about two weeks ago just for a visit with my boyfriend and I got engaged. Um, so I am now a fiance. I now have a ring on my finger and yeah, I've just been in a little bit of a love bubble. I've been feeling, I don't know, just very inspired, very happy. And I'm now finally back in Vancouver today. So sitting back down on my desk and getting back into work and recording a episode for you guys. And in case also, you may, maybe you noticed if you're a regular listener, um, I got a mic. So the quality of um, my voice, the sound on this podcast, you could hopefully hear an improvement. Previously, I was really just using my iPhone to record everything. So um, I'm hoping this is the upgrade that is going to serve all of us. And I'm very excited about having this like very professional looking black mic in front of me as I speak. Um, I feel like it changes the vibe a little bit. So we love that. All right. Diving into today's episode now without any further ado. Um, today I want to talk about triggers. Uh, something that I have noticed, right, in the Instagram world, in the mental health space, is, of course, we talk a lot about triggers because they are important and they are the basis from which we, you know, do a lot of our trauma healing work and the nervous system work and all of that good stuff. But what I have also noticed is that a lot of people, I think, I know this is controversial, <laughs> But a lot of people overuse the trigger warning. And yes, trigger warnings are good in that they give people agency in consuming the content and the information that feels right for them um, and that they have the agency to protect themselves from being triggered at any point, right? Especially in the online space where there's just so much information going around all the time, some of it's misinformation, all of that stuff. But we need triggers. We need triggers. And avoiding triggers all the time, right? Using, overusing the trigger warning isn't always helpful. It isn't always helpful. And so today we are going to debunk what triggers really are, why we need them, why I say, you know, that Triggers are actually really helpful if we harness them correctly and, and use them to heal in a, 
in a in a conscious way and what we should really be doing about working with our triggers. All right, so let's dive into this. What is actually underneath a trigger? Right, when we, whenever we get triggered is that essentially there is something in your environment, in your surroundings that remind your nervous system, which is usually subconscious, of a certain emotion, a sensory experience. So that can be, you know, sight, sound, taste, hearing. Ah, that's sound, but sight, sound, taste. What else is there? Um, Smell as well, or touch. Um, And also anything that reminds your nervous system of a certain structure of fear or danger that you have absorbed in your body. And so when we encounter something that reminds our nervous system and our subconscious of a memory past that was activating, that was dysregulating, and that was traumatic, our body will just naturally go back, snap back into the memory of the first time it felt that way. And so that's what ha- that's what's happening when you experience a trigger, when you feel triggered, um, it is your nervous system going back to a traumatic memory essentially. And triggers can be anything, right? Um, they can be really subtle or they can be loud. And what we have to first remember is that there really is no logic or rational um, interpretation or analysis that can be made around what is triggering to a person and what isn't, right? It is entirely based off of our subjective experience of something that was traumatic in the past that our body has held and has not processed. And so a trigger pulls up that wound, right? So with that said, we need to stop overanalyzing and hyperanalyzing our triggers, right? I really feel that what a lot of us have to be careful of in the space that we're in right now is that while, you know, becoming aware of our trauma and being really, really conscious of our triggers is extremely important work. And, you know, in in later half of this episode, I will get into how important it is and why it's important and how we do this work. I want to caution you that overanalyzing and overinterpreting our triggers, creating stories and narratives around what they are, the patterns around them, all of the stuff to an excessive point can actually end up making us identify too deeply with our trauma. And so we end up making our trauma our entire story, our entire identity. And right, overanalyzing and overinterpreting can make us avoid experiencing triggers. Um, we end up making ourselves small, living very much living in our comfort zone, um, avoiding a lot of different circumstances, situations, and people so that we don't get triggered. Um, But what happens with that is that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to actually see where our wounds are and where we need to heal, right? And it makes us feel very limited and scared all the time. It makes us live a life that is very small. And we don't want that, right? We want to be able, you're you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure, because you want to learn how to create a life and cultivate a life and a sense of self that feels big, that feels expansive, that feels expressive. 
And we can't do that if we if we're constantly if we're constantly avoiding, if we're constantly suppressing. What we also have to be careful of is that every time we are severely triggered, we go into fight or flight and our body re-remembers, recalls a traumatic memory in the body. And when, whenever you're triggered, you also don't have the tools to be able to resolve the fight or flight, the survival mode in your body healthily and effectively. What actually happens is that more trauma energy ends up accumulating in your system. Every time we're severely triggered, we end up potentially re-traumatizing our nervous system. And so what this means is that we actually want to heal. We should be doing the work to heal the root of our trauma and the root of what causes the trigger so that we are not living in fear all the time. So it's really this fine balance that we have to strike, right? Between not overanalyzing, not over-identifying with our triggers and our trauma, but also being really conscious of our relationship with them and being really conscious and attentive to the way we work with them in order to heal them from the root so that we are not living in fear all the time. So I want to first, not even first, but I want to now talk about a few ways that triggers actually serve us. I want to debunk this demonization um, and this avoidance of triggers that I feel like our you know contemporary culture has kind of found ourselves in. First of all, triggers tell us where our wounds are, right? Triggers really give us reflection points. Whenever they happen, whenever we get activated, they are reflection points for where healing needs to be done where there is trauma at the root and with any kind of trauma that we hold, we want to process that. And so our triggers tell us and signal to us what's going on in a nervous system, right? Like we already said, if you are protecting yourself from ever being triggered or activated, you don't give yourself the opportunity to heal. And if you don't give yourself the opportunity to heal and to reflect that means that you don't ever grow or evolve, right? You very much stay in your comfort zone. You stay in the limitation. Triggers are also the points that allow us to refer back to as we are healing, as we are on our healing journey, right? When you start to do the healing work with me or with another practitioner and you're doing the shadow work and the parts work and you're starting to really draw and connect the dots between your triggers and your trauma, your different patterns, your coping mechanisms, all of that stuff. And you start to release them from your body and you do it all effectively. What you will start to find is that the things, the circumstances, the people, the events, the input that used to trigger you, that used to activate you, that used to send you into a fight or flight, no longer have that same effect. 
those triggers will start to dissolve. But you do need to have experienced triggers in order to be in order to have that contrast in knowing how much growth and how much development and how much change has happened within you. All right, how much healing has happened. Triggers are the points that allow us to refer back to. Right? They allow us to see how far we've come as we are doing the healing work. So they're important in that sense. Triggers also tell us where our edges are, right? Triggers really are simply just information. It is data that our nervous system is sending to us. And it gives us information that allows us to work with our with, to work with our window of tolerance in a effective way, right? Whenever we get triggered, whenever we get activated, we are pushed to our edge and it gives us opportunity to practice self-regulation, right? In my containers, I teach you a lot of different tools and beautiful, simple strategies to self-regulate and to um, learn to work with your nervous system and to tone your vagus nerve. Hopping in here to let you know that I am hosting a beautiful brand new masterclass on November 9th, which is a Thursday at 4.30 p.m. And this is a masterclass all about boundaries. So what we're going to be covering is an eye-opening framework that you're going to be able to adopt by the end of this masterclass to start drawing empowered boundaries in your life immediately. And what I have to say about this first off is that we often think of boundaries as something that is hard, scary, or uncomfortable, or even violent. And maybe we grew up believing that boundaries were disrespectful, or we've learned to draw boundaries in our lives, but they feel really tangled up with anger and resentment. Boundaries are crucial, and boundaries allow us to live a life that feels authentic and aligned when boundaries are healthy. So in this masterclass, you're going to really learn about exactly what it takes to actually hold these healthy boundaries. And it's probably not actually what you think and what you've learned before. I'm going to be turning the tables on everything that you've ever known about boundaries and really teaching you how you can feel confident and safe in drawing some of those uncomfortable boundaries in your life. And this is going to allow you to have newfound respect and love for yourself and the important relationships in your life. So this masterclass is going to be happening Thursday, November 9th, like I said, and replay will be available to those who cannot make it. Honestly, this masterclass is so, so jam-packed and so value-packed. I... Um, have made it a free masterclass because I believe that boundaries is something that all of us need to be learning um, in a empowered way. Um, and this is just information that I want all of us in this world, in my community to have access to because it is so crucial. So if you are feeling the pull to join us, then you can find all of the sign up info in the show notes below. And just a quick little heads up is that 
after um, this masterclass happens, the replay will be available, like I said, but only for a limited amount of time, um, just for a few days, after which it will then be a paid training that you can purchase from me. So if you know that you want to come in on this masterclass, then I would not wait. Jump in today and I can't wait to see you then. Whenever we get activated, this is opportunity for us to learn how to downregulate to how to, to how to come back into baseline, how to come into parasympathetic. So triggers really are simply points of information, right? It allows us to ask the questions of, you know, like what does our nervous system find safe or unsafe? What is that line that draws our comfort zone, our window of tolerance? What is too much for us, right? And what are the things? What are the pieces? How deep can I go in bringing myself back to a place of safety and self-regulation? How can I deepen my practice of rewiring the nervous system? If that is the path that you're on, if you're you know, working with me or another practitioner in doing the nervous system work, you can't avoid triggers. You can't avoid being activated if you are trying to rewire your nervous system, right? Activation is required in order for you to have that reflection point and that anchor point to release and to heal. Super important. So there's no avoiding it, right? We all get triggered. We all have trauma. And so to some degree, we all get triggered. And as a result of our triggers, we will all have developed our own ways of coping and dealing and managing our trauma and managing the stress. So we all need to be healing it from the root and how we do this, right? What to do about our triggers. It is super important to notice, first of all, when you are being triggered and how it feels instead of just squashing it down, instead of just avoiding it, right? Allow yourself to feel dysregulated with the tools and with the resources to self-regulate and to bring yourself back down. So whenever you feel activated, whenever you get dysregulated, whenever you get triggered, I want you to take a moment, just take three deep breaths, pause, and notice what your body is feeling. Notice what sensations are coming up. Notice if there's, you know, blood rising in your chest or if there's a knot in your stomach or if you're starting to shake a little bit or if you feel like you are losing sense of your body, you're dissociating a little bit. Just notice and see if you can Breathe and bring yourself back into the body and be with those sensations. This kind of witnessing is a huge part of the somatic work that I do with clients. And, you know, if you're not already a client of mine, you can start to do this practice for yourself. Just witnessing and holding whenever you are activated and see how far you can go with just being there with your emotions, with your sensations, with all that comes up whenever there is a trigger, right? And, you know, like I said, I teach a lot of different regulation skills and regulation techniques in my containers. And if you want deeper support 
with that, I highly recommend jumping into um, either a live or one-on-one with me where I can really either give you very general tips or very personalized tips, personalized tips for you and your nervous system. But to start with, right, taking those deep, steady breaths and then just noticing, right? Maybe um, also bringing your hands and bringing your palms essentially to to your shoulders, to your heart, to your body, and just allowing your own self-touch to help you feel contained in the moment as you're witnessing. This is one of the most powerful um, things that I teach my clients and that I use whenever I do ever feel activated. It's self-touch, self-embrace, and all of this with a very, very compassionate um, voice, right? Giving yourself space in a very, very compassionate and um, neutral way without judgment, without shaming, right? Without squashing it down, without repressing, just being and noticing what is coming up for you. How much can you hold that? How deeply can you hold that? And then of course, in addition to being able to hold your triggers and to hold your um, your nervous system in this way somatically, there is of course the element of understanding what is going on underneath the trigger, questioning what the root of activation is, right? And going back to what I was saying about overanalyzing, we don't want to overanalyze or over-identify or over-interpret our trauma and to make massive stories around it. But I do want you to get curious. I want you to ask yourself once you find yourself in a place of neutrality, right? Once, you know, when you are triggered, when you're activated, hold that activation, breathe into it, and then bring yourself into a place of regulation and softness and neutrality. And then once you are there, right, can you get a little objective, get a little curious and ask, you know, what is the piece within me right now that is being wound up, that's gotten so wound up, that has been activated in this way? What emotions are tied to it? What emotions are coming up in my body right now, in my mind right now? What is the story that I'm telling myself, right? Is it objectively true or can I already tell that this is simply a ego-based self-constructed story that, you know, my subconscious, my ego is telling to protect me, right? When else do I feel this way? What are the other circumstances? What are the other times that I get activated? And is there any connection or relation between the dots here? Right? What is my inner child feeling or saying in this moment? Right? What is coming up for you? And what are the shadow pieces, whether that be Um, parts of yourself or emotions that you've repressed that are being dredged up whenever you are triggered, whenever you are activated. 
because those pieces will help you trace back to what the root trauma is. And when you can very neutrally start to be able to connect those dots, then that makes it easier for you to be able to, first of all, consciously understand what really is going on with your nervous system. And that in itself is a very, very empowering thing. But when, whenever you do the somatic healing work or any kind of nervous system work, let's say with me, I do do a lot of referencing back to the first time your body may have held this feeling or the way your subconscious is holding trauma. And when you can connect the dots, it makes it a lot easier for your subconscious to be able to digest um, any kind of healing work that we do. Um, and it makes the it makes the processing of it a lot more integrated. So yeah. All right. That is all that I want to say today around triggers. There is a lot there. Um, very kind of like a short episode, but pretty dense. And, you know, this might be something that you want to come back again and re-listen to because um, this is something that applies to everyone. Right, like I already said, we all get triggered. Um, sometimes we don't like to acknowledge the fact that we get activated or triggered or we don't like to use the word trigger because it feels like a very violent or harsh or like a very like obvious word. Um, but at the end of the day, right, we all have trauma. And unless you've done a whole lot of healing work to be able to feel deeply safe in your nervous system... Um, there will be things in our environment day to day or, you know, occasionally that will bring us into dysregulation because of a certain level of unsafety that we have in ourselves. It happens to me to this day. Um, and it is a process of really, really gently being very conscious and yeah, very be, being very conscious in the way we are healing our triggers and working with them as opposed to suppressing them or fighting them or avoiding them entirely, right? That does nothing for us. Avoiding, repressing, fighting or resisting um, our trauma, our triggers, our nervous system, our emotions, any of it, it does nothing for us, right? It is a temporary band-aid um, that feels like a band-aid, but actually ends up perpetuating a lot of the pain that we feel. It ends up perpetuating the trauma cycle. It ends up re-traumatizing us. And it's it's no good. <laughs> it's no good. So, um, yeah. I hope you've gotten so much out of this episode. And I hope you are having a beautiful day, a beautiful week. I hope you implement these pieces and reflect on them and if you know anyone in your life who would benefit from this episode, learning about their triggers and how to really acknowledge them and recognize them in a healthy way, please share this with them. Please forward it on. Um, this is information that I feel like really helps the world. And yeah, I appreciate it if you share it with those around you. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate it five stars. It really helps to support um, my work. And of course, 
And don't forget that I provide all kinds of beautiful content and information about the nervous system, about trauma, about healing, about somatics, about art and expression on my Instagram. Um, and you can also find the latest updates with all of my offers there as well. So if you are new to my world and you want to go deeper with me in some way, then definitely find me there on Instagram. It's at yourpeace.art. And yeah, if you are looking to really, really dive into this work of healing your triggers and healing your trauma, um, in a very, very personalized way, then I do recommend, you know, looking into starting one-on-one work with me. Um, at the moment I have a few beautiful mentorship containers that are open. Um, I am taking a few more clients for, um, the month of November and December up until the end of this year at the time of this recording, it's 2023. Um, And yeah, one-on-one work is where we do the really deep healing, is where we really do the multi-dimensional, multi-modal work. You get access to all of my programs. You get access to me every day. And um, the transformation that I am seeing in my clients who are with me, especially with one-on-one, has been so profound. Um, Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> without going too much into it, if you're feeling called to work with me, then all of the, all of the information about the current containers open will be down in the show notes. So check those out and yeah, I will see you guys in next week's episode and love you guys. Bye. <laughs>